It's time for the Believer, Unbeliever, and In-Betweener podcast. Join in on the conversation as three friends discuss socially relevant topics in view of biblical truth, where scripture meets skepticism. Welcome your hosts, Stephanie, Michelle, and Cheryl. Welcome back to our podcast, guys. Um, We're so happy that you are joining us today. Today, we actually have a very interesting show in store for you. Um, We are going to be discussing uh, different faiths and beliefs and people's understanding of God. Um, Today, we're going to be discussing the different categories of beliefs uh, through atheism, through theism. And hopefully by the end of this discussion, you guys will have a better understanding of what these different beliefs are. Cheryl, just explain to our listeners, you know, what is the difference, let's say, between a theist and an atheist? Yeah, I mean, and, and I love that this conversation comes up with us all the time because I think we're kind of all in these extreme buckets where, you know, one of us is a, a strong theist and one of us is like, I don't know. And, you know, so it, it's just, a, it's always a fun conversation, but who knew there were, who knew there were so many, you know, different buckets and, and, and just the difference between whether it's true knowledge you have, or if it's just a belief. I mean, I love this topic. So, you know, of course, theism is believing there is a God. Um, but there's also a difference between believing there's a God and knowing there's a God. And then on the other end of the spectrum, you have atheism, which is, I don't believe there's a God. And of course, you could even be extreme with that and say, I know there is no God. But there's just so many ways of thinking about this. And I think it'll be so interesting for our listeners today to to ponder about what bucket they might feel they're in. Yeah, what, do what bucket guys? I am? Yeah. What, what bucket do I fall in? I'm like the in-betweener. So it's kind of <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't see, I don't know if I see one on this list here. You're, you're the agnostic gnostic. That's you what think? you are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that fast. yeah, so why don't we go through it? I mean, mm-hmm. you know, when we did the research for this show, we were able to identify six different categories of belief that run the spectrum from, like we just said, uh, the- a theist to an atheist, one who believes in God and one that doesn't. And then within that spectrum, there's all these uh, subtleties. So we were able to identify six. So let me just read through what we found. So there's an implicit athe- atheist. There's a Gnostic atheist. There's agnostic atheist, there's agnostic, there's an agnostic theist, and then there's a Gnostic theist. Okay, so those, those are the categories. Now, if we go back to the top, the implicit atheist says, I have no opinion of God. I have no opinion. The Gnostic atheist says, there is no God. Gnosticism meaning knowledge, knowing. So they know there is no God or that's their understanding of God. That's their mindset. The agnostic atheist says, I'm almost certain there is no God, but I'm open to considering that I might be wrong. Let me read that again. The agnostic atheist says, 
I'm almost certain there is no God, but I'm open to considering that I might be wrong. So they're a little less firm in that yeah. mindset that there is no God. Yeah. Um, the agnostic says there may or may not be a God, but God is unknowable either way. Let me read that again. An agnostic says there may or may not be a God, but God is unknowable either way. The agnostic believes there is enough evidence of a God, so I believe there is a God, but does not have a defined understanding of that God. So let me say that again. Agnostic theist says there is enough evidence of a God, so I God, but I don't have a defined understanding of that God or gods. And then finally, uh, an agnostic theist has a belief that there is a God. So there's the knowing that there is a God and has a defined understanding of who that God or gods is, are. Right. So a Gnostic theist says there is a God and I know who that God or gods is or are. I have a question. So, um, well, well, Michelle, hang on one quick second. Let me, let's yeah. just quickly go around maybe. Michelle, remember your question, write it down so you don't forget it. But why don't we just take a quick second and go around and see where we fall, where we think we fall personally in these buckets. So I would say as a believer in Jesus Christ, um, I would be, or any believer, any Christian, theist category a belief that we believe we know there is a God and that that God is Jesus Christ. Um, Cheryl, what about you? Where, where would you think you fall? Oh man, this is, this is tough for me because I, I feel like I can identify with a few, a few places. Um, I definitely don't identify. I'd have to start with agnosticism and say, yeah, he may be here. He may not, whatever. We, we wouldn't know. I, I, I feel like I tend to fall in that bucket. Um, but, but then sometimes I question that because sometimes I'm like a lot of evidence to me points to points to their, you know, that's not true. Um, so maybe it's my faith. That's a little, you know, weak, my, my faith in something. Um, I, I, I really have a hard time at some, and, and sometimes I just feel like I'm an implicit atheist. Like I have no opinion. I, I just have no clue. Um, you know, I definitely do not feel like there is no God or there is a God. I, I don't feel strongly on either one of those platforms. So I just lie in the middle with that sort of agnostic atheist thing that maybe, maybe at the end of this podcast, we can, we can figure out. Yeah. Can I just comment on that? Um, yeah. I think you did a good job of classifying uh, where you fall because I think the difference, as I understand it, between let's say the agnostic and the agnostic theist is that they're more, on the side of the fence that says there's enough evidence of a God. So they're a little more firm on that. And I think 
listening to what you're saying, the fact that you can kind of go either way. And I would say, I, I would agree in the agnostic category. Yeah. Um, but I see what you're saying too, that sometimes you don't have an opinion. So then it kind of bumps you up to that implicit atheist category. Yeah, it's like literally um, sitting on the fence and, and literally not knowing which side to fall on. Like, it's not like I'm really strong on either side, if that makes sense. Yeah, so I, <laughs> yeah, I would probably guess that you're probably in the agnostic category, yeah. Yeah. I, I would agree with that. Where are you? You said you're agnostic. Michelle, the, you said you're an agnostic theism? No, agnostic. I guess it would just be agnostic, right? It wouldn't be on the theism side or the atheism oh. side. It would just be like plain old agnostic. I don't know, you know, whatever, right? Yeah. Yeah, because the true agnostic is, is like Cheryl's saying, is right on the fence. They can go either way, but either way, mm. they really don't believe God's knowable. I think that's another uh, significant thing about the agnostic mindset is that they really don't believe God's knowable. Right. Like, we'll hear an agnostic say, well, nobody, nobody can really know God, and they shouldn't. There's almost sometimes even like, not all agnostics think they think this, but some of them will even add, and we're not supposed to know. Yeah, like, don't try to find out. It just is, right? Yeah, and that would be the, like a true agnostic right. mindset. Mm. Don't know either way. I'm right on the fence. I don't, I'm not really certain there is no God. I'm not really certain there is a God, but e either way, you're not supposed to know and he's unknowable anyway. Right. That's like the, a true agnostic mindset belief. Yeah. Yeah. And what were you, what were you, Stephanie? Uh, she, gnostic theist. You would be okay. gnostic theist, theist all the way. Yeah. Right. All no, the way not knows God. God. Like she well, knows she has a relationship with God. She knows him. She knows who he is. Mm -hmm. she, she's like she's as a new at the top. Yeah. Yeah. Um <laughs> it's interesting because I did when I when we were putting this together, I was thinking about before I was a believer in Jesus Christ, what was I? Right? And as a new yeah. ager, I I would have been in the agnostic theist bucket. Because I would say that I always had an, an understanding, even as a child, that there was something greater in terms of a creator, right? Like that this didn't just randomly happen chaotic, out of chaos, right? So there was something in me, even as a child, that I knew there was a God. So that would land me in the uh, the, the spectrum, right? that there is enough evidence of a God. So I believe there is God, but I didn't define that God. So I would call that God source or like whatever. Like there was no identity universe. there. Universe. Like I would say God is universe. Like it's just. Yeah. God is universe. God is source. Like I used to say God is the source of all, of all life, of all things. So there was no defined God or God's. Right. Right. So that would place me in the agnostic theist bucket as a new ager, which I found interesting. Like, you know, I wasn't even aware that there were all these categories of belief prior to us doing the show. So I thought that was kind of interesting to see. My husband. Well, I would say the 
same thing. Agnostic theism for me when I was younger, because I definitely believed there was a God. I just didn't know who or what he was. And now I think because I'm learning and studying about it, you know, I grew up Catholic, as I believe you did, but, um, you know, we just learned certain things, right? We just, like, we just yep. painted a really good picture of this great guy called God. And now that I'm learning about him, I'm stepping back and I'm saying, wait, I'm not sure about this. And so I, I kind of just feel like I want to start over. And that's why I put myself now in an agnosticism category because yeah. I want to start over. Nice. Yeah. Very well articulated. I'm sure there's a lot of people that can relate to that yeah. process. I kind of did that too. Um, maybe, maybe in a different way, but uh, yeah, growing up with strict Roman Catholicism influence all around me and um, which, which that would be considered religion, right? Like uh, formalized religion. So Roman Catholicism would be considered a religion. Um, I just threw it all out, threw it all out, flushed it down the toilet and said, yeah, religion is garbage and I want nothing to do with it. And so, oh. yeah. <laughs> um, and then we have Michelle. Where are you, Michelle? <laughs> okay. Where are you? <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I've always had a belief that there was a God also growing up. Um, I didn't have any kind of really religion, you know, being that my mom was Catholic, my dad was Jewish. We didn't have religion at all, you know, growing up. I was really nothing. And, um, you know, I always believed in a God, definitely. I don't know where that came from, but um, I did, at 15, I did become Jewish. I went to temple and everything. So I guess I was learning more about God. Um, I mean, I guess I, I definitely want to fall into the theism that I do believe the existence of a God. Um, learning about you, who Jesus is, because Jesus is God. I know the gospel message. But, you know, I do struggle with my faith. I have days that are really difficult. I had a very difficult day yesterday um, as far as where I am in the faith. So I guess, I mean, I want to say that there is a God. So I'm, not, I'm, I'm, I'm in the theism so I wanted, the question I was going to ask, and I'm sure a lot of people are thinking the same thing, because these are crazy words. These words are very, to me, what the heck is Gnostic? You know, it's like, what does Gnostic mean? What does theism mean? What is an atheist? No. You know, like the words, you know what I mean? Like, what are these? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're, they're totally, they're for, scary. Yeah. Like, where, where do they come from? What, um, you know, what do they, like, what is a Gnostic? You know what I mean? Like, so, because you see agnostic, uh, Gnostic, you know, what is theism? Okay, yeah. So what about yeah. That, yeah yeah but but before we do that where where do you where do, would you place yourself what i don't know if I, I, I guess i guess the gnostic theism but the only thing i don't like about the uh it says has faith in a defined god and then i like that if it just had a period at the end of it but i don't like or lowercase gods you know what i mean i don't believe in other well, that gods. Would be like Hindu. yeah i don't oh, yeah but that would be like hindu that mm -hmm. they, you know hinduism they believe in uh poly theism so multiple gods mm -hmm. so but but a hindu has a belief that there are gods and they define those gods so a hindu let's would clarify be something the, the, theism 
means you believe in a God. It doesn't mean your God, like Jesus Christ is, is the right God. It doesn't mean Muhammad is the right God. Right. You know, it doesn't mean that, that God, that your God is the right God. It just means you believe in a God. Like just mm. keep it simple. Theism. Okay. It just means right. you believe. Theism. Yeah, theism yeah. is a belief in a defined God or ever one defines that. Oh, right. Okay. Okay. So you don't you don't have to agree. Right, like if you, say, you don't have to agree. <laughs> mm. So okay. a Gnostic theist would a Hindu would be a Muslim would be a Christian. They okay. would all fall into that category of belief, although they would define God differently. Okay. Right. Does okay. that make sense? Yeah. Um, okay. So then I definitely I'm I'm a Gnostic theism for sure. Um, you know, I guess there is enough evidence of a God, you know, so I believe that there's a God. So that's definitely, so I guess agnostic theism too. Um, I, I don't say I don't define a God. Uh, yeah, that that's, it's tricky. I don't know. I just know that there's a God. I believe in a God. I believe that um, he came, Jesus came down as, you know, God in the flesh. So I don't know. Do I, so that's why I'm the in-betweener. There you go. This is it. This is, this is why. This is how you got your name. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I, the subtlety that I see between the agnostic theist and Gnostic theist mm -hmm. is the word Gnostic means to know. Okay. So agnostic means um, ha ha having no knowledge without, without knowing. Ag- without mm. gnostic knowledge, agnostic. So gnostic means knowledge, you know. Ag means without, so without knowledge. Okay. And atheism means um, athe, anti-knowledge. So no belief, doesn't believe in God, atheism. Or, or um, yeah. So what I'm hearing from you is that you believe there's a God, but you're kind of struggling, or what I hear from you is you bounce back and forth between Jesus is God, but wait, maybe he isn't. No, I don't know about, kind of I don't think it's maybe he isn't. I, 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 I don't have that. Um, I guess I'm just wavering really kind of in my faith right now. I think I feel like I, I, I need to know in the gut of my soul. I feel like I, I know it knowledge wise in my head. And I, and I have, for me, I have to, really believe the Bible. I think that's the bottom line. I read the Bible, but I, I struggle. I struggle with, um, with it, it not just being a history book. I have to really, it has to come to come alive. I don't think it's really fully alive in me yet. I have a lot of head knowledge. I know the Bible, um, very well and I'm, you know, studying it and everything, but I just feel like it's not fully alive in me. But then wouldn't that make you agnostic theist? Because you believe strongly, but you just, you don't know. I guess. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I would say. That's what it sounds like. Like you, because there's enough evidence of a God, yeah. what you're acknowledging, but right. you don't have that knowing, which I think is what bumps you to Gnostic. Right. Okay. Huh. It's like you... Sounds like you're saying you, you you know in your mind, but it's 
it hasn't it hasn't moved down to my heart yet i don't think it really has it's there you know i don't yeah i I mean i would call that a strong belief i I think i would i would say you strongly believe but you're just not sure yeah and i guess it's also difficult for me because i i you know when i was 15 i chose to become jewish not for the yeah because i needed to choose a religion i had an ultimatum put in front of me. So, and I wanted to get on my dad's good side. So I figured if I became Jewish, cause he's Jewish, you know, he'd love me. You know, he would, he would think I'm like the greatest and, and I'm siding with him. And, you know, so I pretty much did it for that reason. Um, so I believed in God. So for many years being, being a Jew, it's only one God. We didn't believe in Jesus. Jesus is not the Messiah, you know, so that being drilled in me and mm. being a Christ follower now, you know, as far as it's been, it's been a while. It's been like what, probably 12 years I want to say where I I started to believe in Jesus and it, it's taking a long time with me I don't know why it just seems to be taking a long time I still struggle with that and then you know throw in the father the son the holy spirit the three and one it's like it just the whole thing <laughs> the, the, there are some struggles I have but um, that's, an, that's an important point because uh, you know what I just heard was my conscious says yes, but mm. my subconscious says no. Right, it's in constant it's battle. An internal struggle. Yeah, yeah, I'm ha- definitely having an internal struggle, and I want to believe what the Bible says, and I, I, I want to, and um, and I, I listen to you know Christian music, and I love it. It does. I feel it. I feel. I, I sing the songs. I say Jesus' name over and over again, but. Um, but that's, you know, an emotion. That's something that you get when you're, you know, listening to music, you have that emotion, um, you know, but is it real? Is it, is it just my emotions because of the music that's being played? You know, yeah. that makes, if that makes sense, you know, I read the Bible, that's where I should yeah. get those feelings. I should get those feelings by reading his word. You know, I only get those feelings when I'm listening to music. So anyway, so I'm, I'm, I know I'm a work in progress. The Lord is working with me. I have to keep telling myself that the Lord loves me and, uh, and he's being patient with me. So. Yeah, Michelle, and, I'm, and you're not alone in, in that. I'm sure again, like a lot of people listening, I'm sure can relate. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Mm-hmm. You know, I can add a thought too. Um, there's actually there's even more of another category here. I mean, I guess, I mean, I guess it, of course it still falls into atheism, but if you look at there is no God type of atheism, I, there's this guy that I listen to. Um, he, he's a British writer, a British journalist. And, uh, I've listened to a couple of his speeches and he's, on the, cause you know, I, I've been digging into this whole faith and atheist stuff like for, for a while now. And I would say he would make another bucket and, and this is going to sound horrible to say, but his, his bucket would be like, like, I don't know. I don't, I'm not going to be able to say it the way he does, but it would almost be like, if there is a God, he's a jerk. If that makes any sense. Like, like, I don't even want to believe in a God because if he really does exist, he really Uh, did this thing wrong. hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, my, my husband says that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Mm. Uh, I mean, I know it sounds awful, but 
because it, 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 it aligns with what I always think, like, I'd like to believe in a God, but, but my God that I'm picturing in my mind is, is this cool guy that loves everybody, you know? So then it becomes, what kind of God am I believing in? Because even the God of the Bible is not really a great guy, you know, or, and, and Stephanie, you always say he's not necessarily good, but he's just right. You would say that. Right. Am I, am I, yeah, I would say we, yeah, I would say like the, the way the Bible describes God. I mean, Jesus does call God good. Mm -hmm. uh, he said he's just, he's holy. He's right. So holiness means no sin. And so what is it, would you say about the gold that you think is not good? Well, I mean, come on, when you, when you read the Old Testament, I mean, he like promotes slavery and rape and murder and destruction and plagues and floods and disease. And, you know, it, it's kind of like, wait, my God wouldn't do that. <laughs> you know, that, that feeling. Like my God wouldn't do that. The judgment. That, Say that again? That's all judgment. I said, that's all the judgment of God. Right. Like the flood and everything. Right. And it's like a parent. Yeah. No, I was going to say, it's like, it's like to me. I, so, 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 well, I'm just saying, so it sounds to me like you're saying the fact that God exercises righteous judgment, that's, that's what you have mm. a contention with. Well, I wouldn't even call it righteous judgment. I mean, there were innocent victims in a lot of that. So it's not like they deserved it. So I just well, find that I weird. Did. Yeah, I think they did. I think <laughs> if we read the stories, though, they, the people that they did, because it's kind of like, um, you know, I, I kind of related to a, a parent, you know, like I, I'm the parent, I'm responsible for my children. And if they're going to do something that is, you know, I tell them not to do it. If I say, don't touch the stove, you're going to get burned. And then they go touch the, st the stove, they're going to get burned, you know, or, I, or I, I would have to punish them if they do something that's, you know, I tell them not to do. If, if you, you know, take my car, I'm going to, I'm going to punish you for a month. I got to follow through with that. I, I, I get that, but right. that's the, the, the judgment is being handed down to someone who didn't do anything. And then, and then your argument is going to be, well, we all sin. So we're, you know, just for generations forever, you know, everyone has to pay. That's, that's not the same thing as disciplining your child. That's a, that's a one-on-one, -on -one, you know. Well, I guess, I mean, because I, I have to think of the Lord as, as our father. We're his children. And he, he's the, the one that, you know, his word is his word. And he, does ne he never goes back. He's very, you know, me, I go back. I, I say I'm going to punish them, and I don't. You know, I always, I, I never follow through with my, my punishments, you know. But God, we, that's one thing we have to rely on, that God, he says what he says and he means what he means and he's going to do what he's going to do. So, you know, and he has rules and he's going to give us rules. And if we're going to break those rules, then we're all going to suffer. You know, he says, don't eat from that tree, Eve, or you're going to, you know, you're going to die, you know, and, and she, she ate it. And I granted he didn't say, did he say that we're all going to die? I don't know. <laughs> what do you think, Stephanie? What, what, I don't know. It's just my opinion. What do, you uh, think, what do I think about that? You, if you well, eat this tree, you shall sure. Yeah, yeah. Like he, he, he threatened her. He said, "If you eat this apple, I have rules. You know, everything is yours except this one tree. Don't eat the apple, or you will die." You know, but 
oh, you will die. Right? He right. But say, he, yeah, didn't, I, he I, didn't just punish her. He punished everybody for eternity. Humanity, right. You know what I mean? <laughs> that, that's, I think, where some people have a problem. That's all. Yeah. And, and Cheryl, I mean, what you're bringing up, you know, um, I know before I was a believer, I struggled with that too. Struggled to understand mm-hmm. how that is just. Even, you know, conversations like I hear a lot of people say, and, and look, I, I, I used to struggle with this too. Um, when a person dies and they stand before God and God's going to hold us all accountable for our sin and either Christ paid it or we mm-hmm. have to pay it. And that penalty is mm-hmm. spiritual death and hell separated from God. I'm sorry to um, laugh, but I always, every time you say, when we stand before God, I always think of that, that video you sent me with like the person standing there with the file, you know, with their yeah. files. <laughs> it's just so funny. Mm. Yeah. And I, like, I don't, I don't know what it'll look like. Um, you know, uh, we may not be standing, I don't know, floating before God. I don't know. Um, but, um, no, it's just a fun picture. You know, it's a fun visual. Like yeah. here's, here's all my files. I did good. What are you going to do with me? You know? yeah, <laughs> and he just like, and he just tosses the whole book out, you know, it's just, it's a funny visual. I know. It is. <laughs> no, but you know, the, the severity of hell, a lot of people say, well, loving God would never condemn his creation to hell as a punishment, right? Eternal hell. I mean, it's not even like, okay, you're going to go to hell for, you know, 10 years, pay off your debt, and then you're going to be free again. You know, it's like eternity, you know, uh, it's pretty, pretty hardcore. Um, the way I understand it, um, I don't, I don't know if this would help anyone, but is, I think it, ha- it has to do with our inability to understand God's holiness. Because I think we, th- why would I have to burn in hell for eternity just because I lied once? Yeah, that's our attitude. Towards that's it. very hard to it's, swallow because it sounds ridiculous to yeah. me, you know? Yeah. And of course, you know, we don't just sin once, you know, but even if we did, according to God's standard of perfection, one violation of the law is enough for God to say, I can't be in the presence of that, that, and it has to be atoned for. And that's like the justice of God. Uh, Nothing goes unaccounted for. And I just think it speaks to the holiness of God. And I think that is something that we cannot comprehend. Even a believer can't really, I mean, I don't think this side of eternity with our human minds, I don't think anyone can fully comprehend the glory and holiness of God. And so we look at sin as not that big of a deal when God sees it as a huge deal. Yeah. Okay. But with, you know, with that said, with that said, let's, let's kind of go back to these categories and see mm-hmm. what they mean, see where people fall. Right. And I guess to yeah. clarify, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I think to, to take the scariness out of the terms, right, if we look at theism, that means that, you know, we know that's belief in a God. Mm-hmm. Atheism means no, no belief in God. So atheism, 
So it's theism is belief in a God. Atheism is belief in no God. Then so we eighth, look at the eighth word. Means, uh, eighth is like against it then. Like eighth, you were saying it means yeah, like no, without. Like okay. Eighth means no okay. God, no God. No, but I, I, I need to clarify with you guys too, just because I, I've been studying this stuff as, mm. as well. It doesn't mean, because there, there's, there's a difference between I... I don't have proof that there's a God, so I don't believe. Mm -hmm. And then an assertion of saying there are no gods or there is no God. Th those are two different things. So I, I definitely want to clarify for our listeners mm -hmm. that an atheist really just says, I don't have proof, so I don't, I don't believe. But if you mm -hmm. showed me enough proof, I might. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's just, a, it's a lack of belief. That's really all it is. It's not... It's not a total no. assertion of there are no gods, you know? Where, where, what is one that is absolutely nothing? No, I don't believe. Which one is that? That's the... Uh, implicit atheist. Implicit. Okay, wow. I have no opinion, lacks faith. Okay, so oh, they... I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I misunderstood your question. Gnostic atheist says there is no god. Oh, okay. It's a firm... Okay, Gnostic wow. means... Yeah, because remember, knowing. Gnostic means no. So the Gnostic atheist is saying, I know there are no gods. Mm. It's very interesting, That's too. Yeah, you know what's interesting? That's the That no matter what, whatever category anybody um, believes in, uh, they all have faith. They all have faith. They all have lacks faith, has faith that there is no God, has faith that God must like, you know, doesn't exist, has faith. You know, the God is a noble. Like, yeah, I, don't, I don't believe that. I don't believe yeah, that. But it says I think it. a lack of faith is no faith. I don't think it means you have faith that there's nothing. I, I think there's just simply a lack of faith. Yeah, but, okay, a lack of faith. Well, well, remember, the word faith means to have certainty of something that's mm -hmm. not seeable, right? That you don't see. Or, right. You don't so see to have faith in something. Well, if someone has no opinion, they just lack faith because they have no opinion. So they would they would claim nothing. They claim nothing. I guess they would have they lack faith because they claim nothing. Right. They're not asserting any stance. But you said that, Michelle. You said uh, you know lack faith. Right. Lack one lacks faith. faith. One lacks faith. Or has lacks. faith. Has a strong claim. So if you just replace the word faith with strong claim, uh -huh. has a strong claim that uh -huh. God does not has faith or has a strong claim that God most likely doesn't exist or has faith, God is unknowable, has a strong claim that. Interesting. Yeah. So people, people who don't have faith in a God, they believe, you know, like the big bang and all that, I guess. And it's like, how could that even be? You know, that, that's just interesting. Oh. Well, yeah. And, and, and for me, who's more, I, I lean more scientifically. I mean, to me, the Big Bang makes perfect sense. It's scientifically shown that that has happened. But I think the the argument is, well, what happened before that? Yeah. And an, an atheist would say, we don't know what happened before that. And a theist or a creationist would say, somebody designed it. So that's the only difference, but it doesn't mean oh. the Big Bang didn't happen. Yeah, I know, but the Big Bang, it, it makes no, that makes no sense to me no matter what. And I don't think scientists could act, actually prove that. Because it's like, I mean, if I blow up a, 
if I blow some like uh, the pieces of a guitar up or something and I blow it up, is it going to put it back together perfectly? That's kind of like, you know, it doesn't make sense. I mean, how could the trees and the sun and the moon and the water and the, I come from an explosion that makes absolutely no sense? And, and, and I believe scientists believe that they, they can't prove that either. I think it's just a... It, it didn't come from that. Yeah, it, it can't that's, come from nothing. Something that's like not saying a, a monkey gave birth to a human. It, it, it doesn't happen that fast. Yeah, but still, I, how could that how could it be, happen that fast? Yeah, it's still, I just feel, I feel like it's a, a, something can't come from nothing. This cannot come from nothing. I, can't, I feel like if you look out the window, there's no way. And yeah. is it true that everybody, is it true that everyone who does not believe in a creator God believes in the Big Bang? Is that, is that a true statement? I, I would say no. And I would also say it doesn't mean there can't be both. I mean, why couldn't God create, you know, a ball of dust and then it, and then the ball of dust turns into all these things. Like, why is it one or the other? Say, say that part again. Say like, again. why couldn't well, God have created a planet and then it bangs into a, you know, universe. bangs into a star and everything explodes and turns into a universe? Why couldn't both things have happened? Like, why is it one or the other? Well, I think, um, you know, if we look at what scripture says, that, the, that God, the creator, spoke mm -hmm. Uh, creation into existence, which speaks to vibration, speaks to frequency. So the true definition of to create means to create out of nothing. So according to the scriptures, God spoke vibrationally, spoke things into existence. So there was nothing. And then he spoke it into existence. Now, how that looked mm -hmm. and exactly what happened, I mean, Genesis takes us through like this was created and that was created. Um, yeah. I mean, I think there is definitely uh, evidence of, of how all those things then manifested into reality. But I think what the arguments are always about is what was that initial conception point? Sure. And the Bible says that initial conception point was not that every, that nothing created everything. The initial conception point, zero point, is God speaking things into existence, uh, which in then speaks days. to vibration, frequency. In se right, in seven days. Although we don't know what the days look like, could have been yeah, millions I mean, of that, years. That, that's all the people. I mean, well, yeah, I, I mean, mean in, in Genesis 1 has been proven wrong. Let's just get that out of the way. I mean, I never, I didn't hear that one. I never heard that one. <laughs> I don't know. I, 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 can you give us some evidence yeah. of that? I'm not sure what you mean by that. Well, I mean, if you just, if you, if you look up scientifically the order of things, I mean, you know, water couldn't come before us and, you know, just basic, basic stuff like that. So mm -hmm. the way God laid it out in Genesis, it's like, yeah, that couldn't have happened that way. Like scientifically, it couldn't have happened that way. To me, Genesis was just a way of people, you know, you know, ignorant people a million years ago, just going, hey, this is what it looks like to me. So, so this is the story I'm going to tell. But scientists have figured out since then that that's not the way it worked. I think in, in God's, God 
makes it work the way he makes it work. And if it says in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, the earth was formless and empty. The darkness covered the deep waters and the spirit of God was hovering over the surface of the waters. I mean, that's how God did it, you know? And then, then he said, let there be light, you know, and there was light, you know? So I'm just saying, it doesn't matter. I mean, this is science can't prove that that didn't happen. You know, scientists. Well, science does show that light you know, darkness is the absence of light. Uh, the only, you, you don't say, let there be light and you, and you start a, you know, you flash a flashlight. I mean, I can. That, that's not how it happened. Well, <laughs> well the sci- I'm not going to be a scientist because they're just human beings that are just guessing. They don't yeah, know. I mean, either. the Bible says, you know, let, let God be true and every man a liar. <laughs> so I guess, I guess it really comes down to, does a person believe God or does a person believe a scientist? Yeah, right. And that's, that's a person's choice, you know, right. a person can oh, believe a scientist. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I hear you. Yeah. Definitely. I think, I think I would, I would tend to believe that God as the creator of the universe can do anything. He can create life. I don't know how that can happen. He can create, he created this planet, the universe. I don't think any of us know how that was done. Exactly. I mean, I, I'm just going to go by what the Bible says because I'm going to believe, you know. Well, you know, and that's what an atheist would argue. Right. Nobody knows how it was done. So that right. doesn't mean it was a God. We just don't know. That's what an God, atheist would argue. God, right. you know. <laughs> God knows how it was done. Mm-hmm. Right, but you'd have to believe in a God first to say he did it. <laughs> Otherwise, you don't know who did it. <laughs> definitely true yeah yeah you know there's 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 human wisdom and human logic and then there's god's wisdom and god logic and they do not always align the bible says that god's ways are higher than our ways and his ways are are unknowable so you know i think there is a wisdom and a logic to god that doesn't always fit, uh, is not always going to align with human logic. And when we can rationalize anything, sure, you know, make it sound good, make it make sense, done that. <laughs> you know, we're intelligent people can rationalize through anything and make it sound good. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't mean it's right. It doesn't mean it's correct. But again, everybody has their own mind and free will and that's what's so great about this podcast is you know we try to represent different points of view and that's what makes the world diverse i guess right we all still love each other even though you know we have our, our beliefs so that's good it's not like you know it may sound like we're far fighting or arguing or like what are you crazy you know we still love each other <laughs> Even like crazy, no, <laughs> even though you're wrong. No, <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> oh, it's funny. I love you, but you're wrong. Well, what do you think? Yeah. You, were, you were the one that brought up, you know, that these terms are, you know, kind of like, yeah. ah, looking at. Do you think that we did a good job explaining them or? I think so. I, I think so. I think, yeah, because, you know, it, I, I know for me, you know, I remember when I was a kid meeting somebody, I'll never forget this. He was, a, he was someone who didn't believe he was an atheist. And I was, I was like, what, 15, 14, 15. 
And when he told me that, I was like, what is an atheist? And he told me what it is. And I was shocked, you know. First of all, the name, it was scary hearing that, like an atheist. To me, I see like darkness, you know. Um, but yeah, but then you look at all these other words and it's like, what does this mean? You got Gnostic. My, my uncle, when, when, he, when we were younger, he was in a band called Agnostic Front. And again, I'm thinking, well, oh, it was like a, yeah, it was a very grunge band. It was a, oh, it was wow. a yeah, crazy, uh, CBGBs is where they used to play in. Yeah. They had tattoos from head to toe, but their name was Agnostic Front. And, uh, so just like these names and I just didn't know what they meant. It's just like agnosticism, agnostic theism, gnostic. And it's just like, what the heck? does that mean so I think you did a good I think you did a good job in, in explaining the definitions because you know to, theism is a belief I wrote it down so I just want to make sure that a theism a theist is somebody who believes in the existence of a god atheism is without so athe so anything with an a, a, atheism in the front of the word I guess or yeah the a in front of theism would mean against against and then and then gnostic gnostic i was like well what the heck is gnostic and that's knowledge and then i guess when you say agnostic so it's again with the a in the front means without knowledge without knowledge so so yeah so it's just breaking that down is uh, i think it did a good job in explaining that because i think that's a big um that i know yeah. a lot of people listening are probably like you know thinking the same thing so yeah, what I found interesting is I did not know that there were different categories of atheism mm. or agnosticism. So I found that an interesting takeaway. I know for me, um, how atheism, at least from what we were able to find, breaks down into three different categories. It's not just you're an atheist. It's well, what kind of atheist? Or it's not just you're an agnostic. It's what kind of agnostic? Mm -hmm. Like that, that I found insightful. Mm -hmm. Agreed. Yeah. Well, I think this is a good podcast. Like my husband. Oh. Yeah. I just wanted to share, uh -huh. you know, cause my, my husband's not a believer in Christ yet. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he always kind of referred to himself as an agnostic mm -hmm. and he kind of, he kind of is a little, probably more on the agnostic theater where he does believe there's enough evidence of a God, mm -hmm. but doesn't define that God. But then where he also kind of picks up some of that agnosticism is he believes it's unknowable. Mm -hmm. So then that's kind of where he pulls in some of that. So I guess he would be like right in the middle of those two spectrums. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I oh, the other thing I wanted to do. Oh, go, go ahead, Michelle. No, 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 good. The other thing you want to do. Say it. No, I just wanted to share one more thing. Yeah. Um, speaking of ag agnostic, um, I had learned that um, uh, that with agnostics, there usually is a tendency to um, that relationship with their father. Hmm. And this is not an absolute across the board. Every agnostic, this is true for, but many agnostics you'll find either had a father who died early where they had an absent father whether it was because of a divorce or death 
father was not around. He was unknowable. They had an unknowable father. Mm, or there was an ex- or there was an extreme emotional lack of emotional connection with a father. Mm. You'll yes, often I- find that in the pa- in, in the in the history in the past the background of an agnostic. And I do find it interesting that uh, my husband lost his father. And uh, so they often find that our relationship with our spiritual father or lack thereof is oftentimes reflective of our relationship with our earthly fathers. Again, it's not 100%. But I just found that really interesting that with the agnostic, you'll often find either an emotionally severely emotionally distant father or he died or was divorced and he was unknowable since spiritually they're more prone to god's not knowable hmm. yeah i, I, I guess that thousand percent agree with that oh yeah and i think that's why i struggle with what i struggle with is because i had that not that i lost my father but he my dad was very strict i was afraid of him you know, so I didn't have a relationship like a father-daughter relationship. So, you know, I think of God a lot of times as disappointed in me or, um, you know, I'm afraid of him because he's, you know, I'm always, you know, messing up or, you know, I'm not good enough. So I do, I definitely have those struggles, you know, being that I didn't have that relationship with my dad. I had more of a fear-based relationship. So that's why I struggle with knowing the Lord the way I need to, you know, I read the Bible, but it's not, it's in my head, but it's not in my heart. It's not, it's not connecting because I, uh, I don't have that. Um, I don't have that meter, that barometer, you know, of what a real father, loving father feels like. Um, so I do agree with you in that, in that aspect. And I think that's why I, I fall between the Gnostic theism and I forgot what the other one was that you, uh, were saying that I, I seem to Agnostic theist? Yeah. The agnostic theist? Agnostic, theist. Yeah. agnostic, just unknown. Yeah, yeah. so I kind of I, I see myself, so I agree with you. I do see myself in that category there, so. Yeah, and I, you know, I, yeah, and- I have the, the highly narcissistic father, so I, it, he was always emotionally corrupt, you know, and, and un, unknowable in that way. And so, yeah, so, and, and of course that's going to make me think of a God as like a great guy, you know, like, like I'll just paint a picture of what I want him to look like. And so I definitely have a problem you know, my struggle with God right now is who is he? Is he really good? Is he really, does he really have my best interest in mind? Because I've never known a man that did. Right. And so and you, trust. You, know, you, you, made a, you, you made a great point with fear. You know, an issue I have with God right now is mm. if, if, if you're asking me to love you in term, you know, like, like I feel like God, you know, the Christian God is saying, love me, worship me, or, I'm, or you're going to burn in hell. Like, like if you're going to make me love you out of fear, that's not the kind of relationship I want. Mm-hmm. So I have, I, that's my big struggle with God right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah I think it's very well articulated and thanks for sharing that Cheryl um, if I can just offer a, a, a response I would say that the, the Christian God the God of the Bible doesn't want 
us to uh, accept what he did for all of us, like what he did for you on the cross. He doesn't want you to accept that out of fear. Um, I think he's just saying, look, because I'm just and holy, I, my standards are so high that you basically in your own way, your own effort can't meet the requirements. So because I loved you so much, I, I died for you. I gave my life for you. I think that's the message of the Christian God. It's a message of grace and love that he did the work for you so that he can remain holy and just and not have to hold you accountable. It's like saying, it's like your father saying, you know what, you committed a crime, but I'm going to go to jail for you. I'm going to suffer the you and I'm going to do it so you don't have to go to jail, Cheryl. Now, is that, are you going to say, okay, I'll, I'll take that dad because you don't want to go to jail? Well, I'm sure it's part of it, but I don't think that that's why God did it. I think he, he's, he, he did it because he loved you and he wants to be with you forever. And he just can't be in the presence of sin. That was lovely. Um, I like that. That was awesome. That's true. true. I like that. You know, this is such a good topic. Um, You know, and, and in the work that I do with Christian counseling, even with believers, uh, women, uh, I mean, this, this can happen with men as well, but I work with mostly women, not only women. But uh, the relationship that they have with their dad, even as a Christian, definitely impacts their walk with God. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think, Michelle, like what you were saying, they have a hard time receiving God's love. Mm-hmm. See, God's all about the message of God, the message of the gospel of grace is receiving. It's not mm-hmm. doing. It's not God's requiring you to do give him anything. He's just saying, receive me, receive what I did. It's, it's a message of receiving. And mm-hmm. for, for women and men, but again, because I work with women, when they have such wounds from their father, father wounds, their heart is so uh, hurt. You know, mm-hmm. there's a lot of pain and a lot of walls up around their heart. Mm-hmm. And so receiving love from God is very difficult. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's like conditional. I almost feel like love is conditional. It's like, you know, I got to perform for you. I got to, you know, become your religion. I got to, you know, do everything perfectly, perfectly. It has to be perfect because if it's not perfect, you know, you're going to be disappointed in me. And then when you do something perfect, oh, you love me. And that, so it's like very, very hot, uh, very inconsistent. So it's difficult. It's, it, and that's what I'm learning. And that's why. You know, the Lord is being patient with me and he's being patient with you too, Cheryl. You know, he's, uh, he's putting people in your life that are speaking to, you know, to you through his word and through people, you know. So I, I definitely feel like he's definitely reaching out for you. And uh, <laughs> yeah, he, he loves you. He died for you. He loves me. He died for me. We already know about Stephanie. He, he loves Stephanie. <laughs> he must be his favorite. But anyway. <laughs> no. no, no. <laughs> All his I know, I'm just kidding. But anyway, but yeah, so, and anybody, and everybody listening to, um, wherever you are in the spectrum, whether you're an atheism or not, uh, whether you're, a, you know, whatever you are in the spectrum, God loves you. He died for you. And, yeah. um, and he's w- patiently waiting for you. And uh, you could do it. Uh, you could accept his invitation, his free gift at any time. And um, yeah, just leave, leave it at that. All right. 
All right. All right, guys. I mean, we could probably wrap it up here. I mean, I think this was a pretty awesome yeah, I think discussion. So yeah. 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 Thank you guys for uh, tuning in and can't wait till our next podcast. So if you guys yeah. ever have, if you, if you guys out there listening, have any ideas, you know, that you want us to talk about, just, um, yeah, just, just send us an email, uh, send us a, uh, we were on Instagram, so you could, you could definitely send us a message through Instagram and, um, yeah, we'd love to hear from you and uh, we'll definitely listen to your suggestions. So, yeah, love and it. We, we put the, uh, we put the link in the description box to uh, Instagram. And then we also have an email yeah. that we, we have in the description box. Yeah. All right, guys. All right. Well, thanks for chatting with us today, guys. Yes. Have a great day, guys. Bye. All right. Bye. bye. bye.